I just wanted to be the best. Like I genuinely enjoy looking at my stuff and knowing like no one can do what I do. Like I enjoy that. Like it might be sick. It, it, it does stem from like a competitive nature, but like I like people saying like, oh no, this is cool, but damn, I wish he could have made that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you know about Benchmark? They're speaking the facts that you wanna hear. They rep a jersey, the vision is clear. Diamonds glisten like a chandelier. You know what I'm here for, like Michelle Lynch. It clutch time, we do not flinch. Real brothers, we do not switch. Hit home runs with the right pitch. Who run the city? What to do when they hating on you? I feel like Kobe 2010. Taking an L, all I need is a win. This is his business, you know how they go. They playing the seats, now it's time to grow. Tune in now, gotta be in the know. Showtime, bitch, my body blow. We know. another episode of the bench mob ent podcast we got a full squad here tonight before we even get to the introduction because obviously y'all can see that as a special guest and for those that are actually listening on all streaming platforms you can't see it but we have a special guest and i'm gonna get to that make sure you subscribe like rate us five stars share it with a friend we appreciate it we appreciate the love Greg, Mr. Hot takes the bait your mother sends me. How you doing tonight? Save it. You save it the best for last. I can appreciate that. But I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We got, we got, we got a great guest here. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get into it. Let's go. CJ, money bags. How you living? Good man. A little dumbfounded right now with everything I just heard about somehow these NBA players. Relax. Relax. <laughs> You're doing too much. Christian did too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then our special guest of the night, Zachary Madsung, Uncut Remy, for those that do not know his actual government name because he's doing his thing so well, everybody just be like, oh, Uncut Remy. His actual name is Zachary, but Uncut Remy is in the building tonight. How you doing? What's going on, guys? I'm good, man. You know, just working, chilling. Happy to be back. We're second time on the show. Um, First podcast was a movie. Exactly. So we had to get this in person. Uh, I want to start off with this, right? So last time we had you on, you told us COVID happened, right? COVID happened, and that's what inspired you to pick up the camera, pick up the camera, you start recording, and you find a love for it. To the point now where you're at, did you see it growing this much this fast? We're talking about, what, like a two, three-year window, and you're pretty much a household name I saw it going this far. I didn't see it going this far this quick, though. I would say I figured it would take maybe about five years for it to get here. But, um, yeah, I just – I think the thing was I really planned it out. Every day I had to, like – I pretty much manifest. I prayed on it, and then I just was working every day, you know, doing more than the next person. And eventually I feel like it just – Things start bubbling up, opportunities started arising. And yeah, I mean, it happened a lot quicker than I thought it would. That is so true. I was watching one of these motivational pages, and one of the dudes was saying, like, you know, so, you know, when people be complaining about, you know, this person won't support me, 
that person don't support me. He's like, basically, he's like, shut up and just work. If you work hard enough, it will breed success. And then once success is breeded, you can't ignore the success. So you literally just put the work in. I want to ask this. So you you had a five-year plan, and it, it turned out faster than it did, right? So you're at this point. It was, what, last summer? You get the call. You get the text message. You get the information that, yo, I'm going to be working out with Drew Hamlin. What was going through your mind when you got that information? Like, yo, I'm going to go record Drew Hamlin's workouts with NBA players. Like, what was going through your head? Where was you at when that happened for you? So, for me, I had already somewhat built up a relationship, not with Drew, but with uh, Sam. That's, like, his content uh, creator. And um, just for me, like, the biggest thing for me is I've always wanted to move a little bit different than everyone else. Um, So getting that type of opportunity, I know no one out here has gotten that. Um, Just building on those relationships and really just, you know, trying to be different, you know, trying to tell a different type of story. Um, It it was crazy because I don't know if you would remember, but that was a goal of mine. That was something Mm -hmm. that, like, I was like, yo, one day – if I could film for Drew or for one of those guys, I would be, you know, or work with Sam because that was someone I like, you know, I really looked up to him. And um, just the whole unseen hours thing, like that was one of my motivations, you know, to potentially work for that. So getting that, that was one of those things where like that for me was like draft night, you know, like that was like, damn, like, all right, I'm, I'm at that point. So that, um, yeah, that was like, like something like, text call that I got. So Yo Zach, I, I thought about this too, bro. When the old time you was out here recording with these guys and with Drew and everything like that, that's a crazy experience. But how did that change when you look at basketball? Because I know for me, coaching has changed when I look at basketball holistically. Seeing some of these D one dudes, seeing these league players opposed, coaching against them, trying to game plan. But for you, you got hold of the seat. It's at a high the highest level. Seeing yeah. got Joel and Beef and all these guys, Brad Beal, so how that change when you look at basketball? It really showed me that there's like levels to this. Like there's real life levels to the sport of basketball. Like you'll have guys that, you know, beyond talented, skilled in the game, they can do this and that, but these guys are locked in on a different level. Like they have plans and regimens. It's just literally everything about it. It's it's at a different level. But I'll say that it also gave me almost the eye for like talent. So now when I see someone, like I'm not viewing it with the same eye before where I'm like, all right, I'm comparing it to this kid I played in high school with, or I'm comparing it to, you know, some dude I've seen in college or whatever. Like now I'm comparing it to like all right, I see this kid doing this and that, like Nas, for example. I'll see Nas doing something, and I'll compare that to, like, when I watch Tatum work out or if I watch Zach Levine work out or, you know, anyone really. Like, recently I've been uh, – me and Dave have been doing some stuff with Emmanuel quickly, and he's – It's like that. He's on that level. Like, I've been saying that line. So, it's one of those things. I was saying that to Miles, too. All the time, he's going to hear it. Because whenever I'm right, he closes his ears. Anyways, continue. Quick, quick, he's like that. And the thing of it is, like, you got to see Brad work out. You got to see Jason work out. And then I come back. And there's some guys that are, like, pros. There's some pros, you know, like, college guys. 
and then you see quickly, and I'm like, he's got it. He's got it. Yeah. He got the same mm-hmm. thing like those guys. Do there. you think he'd be a superstar type, like you know, star, all star type guy down the line? That he's got that. Um, I think that he'll if he doesn't become an all star, he'll get really, really close. He'll be like one of those dudes that it's like, oh, I should have made it for sure. Like he didn't with the type. Yeah. Like, something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, solid for a long career. Yeah. I've always felt that way about it, bro. I've been seeing you moving around with these guys, and I, I know how much my perspective on basketball has changed. I know what it takes just by seeing people, right? Not by real life application, because I, I wasn't going to know me. But, like, I've seen it. And so, I, I you being around that, I, I, I really think about it. I mean, yo, outside of being a videographer, right? Long term. Right, because you've got an eye for the town now. There's a lot of things you can do, a lot of directions, a lot of directions you can go, a lot of amazing contacts you made. Do you think about obviously you're a guy who thinks about the next move, right? Like what do you is it gonna be solely videography? What what else is out there for you like in, in terms of what you want to do in the future? So pretty much for me right now, um I love the video stuff. You know, I'm it's like an obsession for me. I'm obsessed with, you know, just building that craft up and just it's that's my competitive thing now. I don't hoop anymore, so the video stuff is a competitive thing. But it's also at a point now where, like, like I said, like when I was doing stuff with them, for me that was to some extent my end goal. Like when I came back home, I was I was lost for a little bit. Um, that was my up here, and then when I came back and I was back in reality, and it was like, okay, there's not this, there's not that. I couldn't really figure out what my purpose was for a little while. Um, it made me have to, you know, I went back to school in the fall and I, you know, uh, just was learning different things. And I really picked up uh, an interest in like, I love building communities and um, helping players like market themselves. And, you know, obviously with the NIL stuff going on now, yeah. um, I feel like that's more where I'm headed. I know that my creative background obviously can you know, further and help push these athletes storytelling too. I've been pushing that out. Um, so realistically, like I put it on Twitter a while ago and some people were like clowning me on Twitter for it, but I, I think I could get to the level of being almost a more creative Rich Paul. Maybe I might not get to Rich Paul level, but I think I, you know, that's like a goal for me. You talked about how some of these players, like when you watch them play, you realize that there's levels to this, right? Mm-hmm. But for you, Quite frankly, there's got to be levels to this videography stuff too, right? Because not every videographer has this clientele like you have. So in your earlier times, before you had this big clientele that you work with, how did you stay committed like through that process to get to this point? I just wanted to be the best. Like I genuinely enjoy looking at my stuff and knowing like no one can do what I do. Like I enjoy that. Like it might be sick. it does stem from like a competitive nature, but like, I like people saying like, oh no, nah, this is cool, but damn, I wish he could have made that for me. Mm-hmm. Oh man, like someone see comes across my thing, like I get pleasure out of people seeing like, oh man, I know he put work into that. I'm like, that's dope, so. I'm not here, I'm not here in the community, and I can tell you right now, I can confirm that people are saying that. <laughs> people are like, yo, I, you, I, we can't do what he does. Like, I, I'm not here with these videographers who look up to you out there in the community, bro. Like. It's a whole community of videographers out here in Jersey and I'm sure other states, right? You've been all over the place that really look up to Zach and the work that he does. So that's real. And that competitive fire, he's separating himself. That's a, that's another thing I could just touch on it real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, of course. I think that's the next another step for me that I, I'm not there yet within the next like year to two years. 
um, I want to help out. Like, cause that's the thing. A lot of people, um, I'm, I'm busy a lot. So a lot of people, I feel like they don't realize, like, I want to help. I want to give back. Like a lot of the young guys will tell you like, no, Zach's, like if I ask Zach a question or I need like help on something, like he always, you know, like give back and stuff. So that's another big thing for me is like, right now I've built my stuff up to a certain extent. I'm um, trying to keep building it and, you know, financially building myself up. But for me, there's going to be someone that's better at me than this. So if I can help them get to that point. It's kind of like, that's, for me, that's an even bigger thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So 100%. Sidebar, you good. I just moved it around so your face can get into the camera. Oh, okay. Speaking. So you don't have to, you would turn that way. Oh, if you uh, yeah, so. That's the way why I did that. that. Taking care of some stuff at home for the people that's listening. So, you're trying to get the best product out there to you. So you mentioned the, uh, the financial aspect, right? So sure, people would want to know and would be want to probably definitely, you know, made an assumption. Oh, he's he's with Zach Levine, with Bradley Bill, Joe Embiid. He probably get every bank, if you don't mind sharing. That time he spent over there, was it a lucrative option that came about or was it more of the experience to be like, hey, I worked with NBA stars. Now I get to come back and take the same talent and then go apply it to mm-hmm. other places. It was a little bit of both. Um, obviously, when I was out there, they they took care of me. They made sure I was good. Anything I needed, um, if there was any money I needed, like you know, Drew and Sam, they handled that. They made sure I was good. Um, but it, it was ultimately more for exposure. Um, like I said, the money was good, but. Even with that, like I've been saying lately, that's one of my mottos, like that there's just levels to this stuff. Like lately I've just been realizing like there's so much money to be made doing this. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be with an NBA client. It could be with your boy down the street that owns a gym, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, they took care of me hundred percent. I'll be back there this summer too. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll love working with them. What was the we kind of had some discussion before the show? What was the most fun part that you took from being around these NBA players, and what was something that might have shocked you that you could actually share? <laughs> um, that laugh is a real indicator of what might be to come. So, out there, just the energy in the gym, like, it was something I hadn't encountered before. It was very intense, it was high level. Um, the level of focus, detail, just, it was one of those things, like, especially, like, when Drew's, like, teaching and doing, like, his development and stuff with these guys, it's like, I'm filming, but you're almost watching him because he, like, he's picking up on every little detail. Um and just being out there seeing that, it's almost like, yeah, okay. Like, this isn't like going to the JCC back in the day and you got someone just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just put up, like, some shots and, you know, like, whatever, going to the park, whatever. This is like, no, move your thumb two centimeters this way. Do, like, little, little details. Like, stuff like that where it's like, okay. Um, yeah. Shocking stuff. I would say, honestly... I was I was shocked at 
how many people outside of like the initial basketball world was out there, like CEOs that I met, like billionaires that I just, I'm out there and it's just like, oh yeah, he's, he's in the gym. Oh yeah, this guy is the CEO of, he's the founder of Essential Water or this and that. And it's just like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's kind of random, but it's all right, nice. So I feel like those type of things were a thing that it opened my mind a little bit to say like, okay, this basketball stuff, NBA clients are cool, but like this guy right here, he might not be known by face, but dude's a billionaire. Like he's doing like big things too. So that was a, that was a nice like rally shot for me going out there too. In those moments, you kind of not necessarily shoot your shot, but kind of make yourself known to these people because you're getting exposure to some big, big time people. For me, I like, I'll say the one thing with me being out there that a lot of these people enjoyed, and I think that's another reason why they want to have me back um, this year, is I just work, man. Like, I just go in there, and I'm very, you know, like, I'll talk, like, you know, cool, whatever, but I'm getting my job done. I'm not sitting there like, oh, my gosh, I'm a fan. Yeah, I love yeah. you. Like, you're a human. I'm a human. So it's one of those things, like, I know I can provide you value. You obviously can provide me some value and some some money or whatever. And it's one of those things. If you like my work, I know you'll contact me or you'll contact Drew or whoever. And I, I feel like that's just how I've moved. It's one of those things like I feel like I'm pretty approachable, you know. Um, shooting my shot, I, I haven't really ever done that, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things. Like, I just, I'm just being myself, you know. Just the work. Um, yeah. And yes, phase, right? So... I know a big thing is, and we talked about it actually before you came on the show. For you, a lot of times, one of the biggest ways that you guys get exposure and gain exposure is when you do, even your your sounds go viral. If you do a video and they don't tag the videographer, they don't tag the photographer. For you, right? How do you try to make sure you kind of like have your stuff maybe trademark or own so when it gets out, people know it's you. And on the flip side also, how does it make you feel seeing some of these bigger brands? Like we're not going to say the name. And it's funny. <laughs> oh, snap. It's really funny sidebar. You work with the people. Hey, yo. <laughs> Use your stuff mm -hmm. and don't give you the credit for it. How does that make you feel? Now, hold on now. I said we don't do that. <laughs> we definitely don't. <laughs> Chris, y'all do that. <laughs> Not you personally. Not you, but you yeah. do that. Um, that's a lot. For, for me, I feel like I've gotten to a certain point now where if something even somewhat looks like, because my, my video's got a certain style to it. My colors, I've developed them a certain way now. Um, people, like when they see my stuff, or they see someone that looks like mine, I'll have at least one or two people like mention me or tag me in it. Um, and just be like, oh, this is you. Like one of my boys, uh, he lives in South Jersey. Like a couple times he saw like a video that he thought was mine, he tagged me in it, and I had to text him, like, that wasn't me, but like I appreciate you, bro. Like, whatever. Um, but yeah, like I mean, you probably saw the post the other day, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I did this sound and it went crazy, obviously. And this big company, they, you know, they posted in whatever. And I didn't even, the crazy thing is, um, that same kid, he's the one that tagged me. He's like, oh, this is your sound, whatever. 
my pool. He, uh, so I just went on their page and I just was like, I just liked the message. I was like, yeah, if you please tag me, that'd be cool. And I messaged him and I was just like, hey man, like, this is me. Like, if you could tag me, like, that would be love. And I just left it like that. I used to get really upset, but I've grown now where it's like, listen, if there's 30 people in your comments telling you to tag me, you don't tag me, they're just going to look at you like, oh yeah, yeah, you guys are one of those, you know? Um, yeah. So it's like, I posted it and I just said tag question mark is what it is. Uh, someone I actually worked for over time, they hit me up and they were like, um, they were like, oh, we're gonna make sure boss man, like, I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> nah, he he worked worked overtime. Worked overtime. <laughs> I love you, though. My mom, people talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I still that's all I can say right now. I still love that. That's all I can say right now. But pretty much. Um, it makes you feel better. It wasn't the name. It wasn't their name. But it, 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 I also it wasn't. It was their OT page. Mm-hmm. But dude, that runs the OT. Well, or he's one of their like video people. He hit me up and he was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna talk to my boss. Make sure you get tagged." I was like, "All right, appreciate you, bro." Like you know, mm-hmm. I, I also I took it down. I wasn't really tripping over it like that. It's just one of those things where it's like. I took time to like make that. Like that's my voice. And the thing of it is, is just like that was my original sound. So that means you had to down like because that's the thing. It's yeah, not I'm like I didn't break it down. I'm gonna break it down because uh, I've seen it. Because somebody actually used a sound from one of our interviews with Brother Knight and was using it on there. I believe it. You talk about sound they, like they, like when these music producers like Nick Pat made slap like like that type of sound. Like what are you talking about when you say sound? I'm gonna break like, it down for you. I'm gonna break it down. For you. So he did a he did a video right. Some of the Jack and Russell. I'll go to that next, right? So, well, one of the videos that he was doing, he was talking about the athlete, right? So, when he was talking about the athlete, he was talking about, you know, you got to put work in, you got to do this. They took the sound from that. So, what you have to do in that process, you're downloading the video, mm-hmm. then you're going to whatever you use Premiere, iMovie, Video Leap. You detach the audio, get mm-hmm. rid of the video save the audio and then whatever video you're using you then put that audio behind it that's so that's what they did they took the audio of zach speaking about somebody else on his mm-hmm. video and then applied it to their video which is no problem because in the instagram tiktok world people use sound right. the thing is typically you tag the person at the sound i mean yeah you see that all the time on tiktok when people are using these same inspirational you know, motivational quotes, right? And they put the music behind it and they just put in their own video with it, right? These workout videos and things like that. But honestly, for you, man, that's the biggest compliment you can get, right? People people using your stuff based on what you did because you're doing such great work. So, yeah. I think the only thing that bothered me was it, because I've always been cool with that. Like, even, like, there's a couple, like, clothing brands that, like, their athletes... Like I've made videos for them and they're wearing it, and it's like they'll save my videos and post it without even like, hey, can I use it? Mm-hmm. And I have no problem with it. It's like I already did the work. Like mm-hmm. I already got paid for it too. Like, okay, go crazy. Yeah. I think the thing with that was it was like if that sound was already starting to like trend upward and it was people making videos with that sound, and then you snatched it. Like it's one thing if you used my sound like from my account, like. For you to download it off my account and make it your own original sound, and now you have hundreds of accounts making it to that sound, it's like you just took 
something of mine that was going viral. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah. That's the only thing that bothered me. But it's like at the same time, it's Instagram. If you weren't, yeah. If you weren't off in a good position, you was just started off. That would actually probably hit you different. Yeah. If you just started off and like, damn, it went. It's going crazy. It could have went crazy off my page, and I actually get yeah what's coming from it. The Brevin Knight thing, right? So I posted a reel. Somebody took downloaded the reel, took the sound of what Brevin Knight was saying. The clip of Brevin Knight was like, "Yo, in the summertime, mm-hmm. when we get back in the summer, that's, that's when I bust people. Like, I get I get busy." They took that clip and put it behind them working out. Who took that clip? I don't know who the person was. I just happened to see it. That's so hard, bro. I just happened to see it, right? That's hard. It's tough to an extent. It is. Yeah, it's not kidding about that. It's tough. It is pretty tough. But then, yeah, there's also that little thing. That it's the first time, time though. Like, yo, they tag me. They, they tag me out too. The only good thing that came from it, the person followed the page because I saw it and I'm like, nah, Reverend Knight, my cousin, I know that voice really well. I said, nah, I'm gonna bust it. Nah, that sounds too familiar. I went back to our video. I'm like. That's exactly. <laughs> person at least followed back. I still don't. Even, I don't even remember the, the person's name. Like it was literally somebody in like the middle of Minnesota. Like some. I don't know how they got the sound. I don't know why they got the sound. That's dope though. Why That's they hit? But I was like, yeah. I don't see that. I should have yeah. had a fine happen to stumble upon it on the explore page. Like, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's hey hey. I know we, we give a lot to cover in this episode. I want to cover. I ask, I've been dying to ask this question. You've been doing some pre draft work. You and D Lamb. How's that been, that experience seeing these guys get in the gym? Obviously, it can't be much different than being with you. Actually, it's different because these guys are playing for it's a job interview. It's a lot yeah. different. These guys are getting ready for the biggest job interview of their lives. What has that been like being around the Ron Harper's of the world, uh, uh, the Kicking Nebraska? I'm forgetting his name. There's a lot of really great players in this class. Got the good guys, the good players in this class. You're yeah. about to run a lot of these guys. What's that been like for you? Hey, pause real quick. Shout out to D-Lamb, you know? Shout out to D-Lamb. D-Lamb. You got to get D-Lamb back on the show, too. Yeah, we got to get him first. D-Lamb. Shout out to D-Lamb. Yo, you doing your thing. So go Shout ahead. Out. Go ahead. You're going up, too. Yeah. Facts. So, I haven't, I've been there maybe, like, not every day, but I was there maybe, like, six or seven times. Right. Um, like you said, it's a job interview. Like, these guys... You know, it's a different type of grind because it's they're waking up. Some of them they're getting to the gym at seven, eight o'clock. They got their workouts there. Then it's meal prepping, take care of their body. You know, interviews, doing a whole bunch of different stuff. Then they're working out again. Then they're traveling. You know, they just came back from the combine. Um, it's been dope just to see. You know, like I said, I haven't been there for the whole process. I was still in school, so I gotta miss the afternoons, but. Um, yeah, they're, they're locked in, um, uh, obviously a very talented group. Um, some of those guys, I, I think all of them will be on a team. I know they'll all be on a summer league team. Um, I hope they all could get drafted. Uh, like I said, talented group. Mm, I don't know. That was my first like pre-draft. Um, it was cool. I wish I could have done a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. You know, it was fun. It only get more exciting from here. But you see, I mean, look, I saw that and I was like, that's so dope. Like, you're even in that lifetime gym breakout that uh, my man, Brent Brickley, does his work out of mm. the, 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 the ops runs. Mm-hmm. 
Like, and so I'm like, us, even being in that environment, like, yeah, that's good. And it's nothing new for you. Like, right, you're not starstruck by it, but I can be. I don't know. <laughs> so I thought, was, I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. That was, that was a nice, like, that's something I'll say is weird. I, like, if there's a gym I've seen, like, online, like, maybe I was, like, 14, 15, and not, or, you know, even a couple years ago, you see those gyms, like, online, and then you're actually in the gym, it's like, damn, all right, well, this is what the gym looks like in person, so. Right. Uh, yeah, that was my first time in uh, Lifetime at Sky, and nice, you know, I, I loved it, it was cool. So, so last one before we transition into the, the nitty-gritty of everything that we want to talk about with, you know, finals coming up, Steph Legacy, all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. At this point in your life, what is it like to be uncut, really? You, you've worked with the NBA stars. You've worked with prospective NBA stars coming into the draft. You've set goals. You've knocked them out of the park. You're making money. You even went to school, got a degree, even though, like, me and Greg and our circles, we talk like, bro, is that really – from the house I'm living in, I didn't really have to go to school. He was out here doing, <laughs> doing the darn thing. You get the degree, you get the paper. What is it like being you? Is there ever a point where you kind of, I don't know, you got to re, either remind yourself, like, I right, come back to earth. Is there a time where sometimes you got to remind yourself, like, I'm uncut, I'm, I'm exact, like, I'm really like that. Like, what is it like to be you? And at this point in your life from where you started at to where it's at. You said five year window and we had a three year mark and Yeah. Um it might it might sound kind of depressing, but it's very there's a lot of alone time. There's a lot of like in your head like I gotta keep the needle like I gotta keep this like pushing. Mm. It's not all like I mean, you know, but it is what it is. Instagram is Instagram. Like, it's not like what you see for me is what you get. But I don't post every, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's been a blessing to have a good circle and to have people that, you know, they keep me in my place. They keep me very um, up because at times, like, you get burned out doing this. You get you get that feeling of like, dang, like I really helped this person out, that person out, and they couldn't like look out for me or they couldn't. There are those things that a lot of people don't like to talk about. And me, I've always been open to talk about. I've talked about it on Instagram, I've talked about it on TikTok. Um like it's not easy. Especially when you do have that, you have people asking for help. You have younger kids asking you, oh, how can I get this and that? Like you you got clients hitting you up, like, oh, this and this and that. You got players or anyone like oh this could be some good exposure it's just like you need to find a balance and it's also like man like i just graduated i'm trying to figure out stuff i have a girlfriend like people don't realize like i have a life so at times it it does get difficult but i do remind myself like this is my purpose this is what i'm supposed to be doing so i gotta do it you know um like I said, like, I'm blessed to have, you know, my family, even my brother, like my brother, it, it's insane. Like, I feel bad at times because I'm so busy that, like, I have so much film on him that, like, if people actually got to see how he, how good he is, mm-hmm. they would be like, 
why doesn't this kid have an offer from like Louisville or like big schools like that? And it's just like he's never been about it. Like, oh man, like why are you focused on like he's always like, nah, man, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like, whenever you got time, like we can work on that stuff. So it's like that's just been a blessing. I got my girlfriend that you know, like she has just been very like, dude, you gotta realize like you're doing this. Like you can go out like. Like she's she does video too, so she's like so hard. There's that's, times that's crazy, right? So hard. Yeah. She's she's dope. Um she does like sports videography too? She does not, nah, she does more like she does she does everything. Like literally. She's she's a better editor than I am. Mm, so and cool. she doesn't even post on Instagram. Like no, we don't have to talk about that. No, nah, she's good. Um I got some stuff that I <laughs> I need and I didn't jack up exactly like uh <laughs> I do it, but I'm not in that space. So he was like, which I can respect too. He's like, yeah, he's not just gonna take the money. I'm like, yo, I need this type of video. Like, could mm-hmm. you do something like that, like for a wedding or whatever? Because I have people that don't know, do you know videography? Videographer mm-hmm. on set. I'm at work, like, yeah, I'm covering. If you do your wedding, good lord, that's gonna come out crazy. Exactly. I'll say now because I did, I did something outside recently. I did a art show for my boy Kyle. And that was like I don't typically shoot outside. I could probably do like if they still need it. I could. I know I could do it now. I just wasn't confident in it at the time. Because I hit them immediately. I said, "Yo, give me two seconds. Yeah. I'm gonna be him right now." And yeah. they was really ready to pay some bread. Exactly. Like, uh, I ain't gonna do that because I'm not. Yeah. Not confident in that space, and I respect that because you. We all know people that. Yeah. It's about the bread. Click about. No darn well they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Put that sheet rock right. up for you. Mm-hmm. Cold as heck. One time, bro. <laughs> is, it, is it refreshing for you to branch out and try new types of videography? That's how it got better. Yeah. Like if I would have just stayed doing hoops, I wouldn't have. It, the crazy thing is, my like the things that I look up to 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 get where I'm at: documentary films and music videos. Straight up. Like there's obviously certain basketball con. There's some content that I watch, but it's pretty much recycled. It's the same thing. You'll have a couple people that'll spin it different. But you gotta like be doing different things. I like watching people do like brand work, and to me, like when I started doing more of that and focusing on it and watching that, that's when I feel like I got better all around because I wasn't looking at it from like, oh, I'm gonna just chop up some highlights. You know, I looked at it a little bit different. So you can tell that in, in your work because of you watching, and my wife will attest to this. As much as we do talking about power, how much we love power, more times than not, I'm watching documentaries. And you can tell in your style of work why it's so seamlessly you've been able to do storytelling with a smooth transition. It's documentaries are basically storytelling in different ways. All right, we're going to talk about Katrina. You're telling the story about Katrina and getting different perspectives on it. You do the same in your storytelling. And I think, too, because I've heard it from some people that question it or some people that might have critiques on your storytelling. The thing is where I think it's validated also your storytelling and how you view things and how you already touched on it, how you see players, you've been around the greatest. So when you say, yo, this player right here, he's in the class of 2025, he really should be getting looks from D1 schools. I think that is People should understand that that should be a validated opinion coming from you because you've been around the greats. You feel me? Like, I can't be like, yo, we can have our opinion, 
but it's a different opinion. I can be like, yo, Chris Brown's the greatest singer of all time. That's cool. That's your opinion. You're not in that space. You've been around the great. So when you saying, oh, this person in 2025, watch out for them. Yeah. They're going to be elite. Yeah. So, exactly. So I think that other aspect, I could see it in your work. And you probably, I don't know if you're hearing it or not, but it's just like people got to understand you put the work in. So when you had those discussions and those storytelling videos, you know what you're talking about. And they don't know, bro. I, I hooped. Like, you know. You know. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm very hooped. much true. I've been on the other end of Zach's work almost. So, <laughs> a couple times. so I'm saying, like, it's not like I'm just some, and that's another problem I've had. Like, there's people that they're doing what I'm doing, and the first couple times, it bothered me. But now I'm like, I mean, I've never been opposed to you helping a kid out, but don't do it like me. Like, I know, one, if we get on the court, Work. it's over for you. You can't Work. guard me. That's the first thing. You can't guard me. If we watch a game, I'm breaking it down way better than you ever would. You're going to sit there just watching the ball. Like, I'm watching the game, bro. you watching the ball. Like, you know? I'm seeing the backswing. You've seen the iris and cut. You've seen it. It's, it's exactly. It's, it's, it's levels. It's levels, too. It's levels. Look at let me. I was gonna say this because because he brought he brought my brother, and I've always liked myself to Zach in this way because I got into coaching because of Ruben. That's the only reason why I did that. It's and then it's growing to me doing it as a hobby, whatever. You got into videography to record your brother. That was really where it started. That's the grassroots of this, right? Yeah. I know you got more coming with him soon, right? I I, I want you to I want to give him a chance. I want, give, I want you to plug him right now to get in his game, like where 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 he's grown, right? I've seen the clips. I, I was locked in us in Catholic throughout the year. There's a lot of talk about Tahad and, and all that stuff too. But he, I want to talk about him, right? Yeah. Like, what do you see for him? And what do you think his future? You talk about you talk about D one schools offering him. Yeah. Do you see that in the future for him? Um, the the crazy thing with it is, I think what ultimately hurt Alex. Alex would be looked at a lot different if he wasn't injured his freshman year. He missed his whole freshman year. Um, because he tore his meniscus. So he missed that. It was kind of one of those things where he was going to play Barson. He was going to get maybe not as much burn. As, I mean, Todd's, in my opinion, top 10 player in his class. Tahad is, is like that. Um, special. Special. <laughs> special. Special for sure. Um, but Alex is right there. Like, Alex isn't, you know. No scrub. At this point, too, it's like he's not – Small Alex. Alex is 6'4". Alex is 190 pounds. Alex has a 36-inch vert. Like, Speak on it. Alex is like, Alex Speak is the it. goods. And it's like a lot of people have, you know, you see Instagram, you see people posting, oh, I'm in the generator. He don't do that. He just works. He just does his thing. He doesn't, he might not get all the calls. He might not get all this. He might not get all the gear from people. But just know if you have to guard him. You're not going to guard him, but he's going to lock you up because he's also a top three defender in the state. And I firmly confidently say that. What I see sometimes too from some of the games, it's because like, I don't want to put person business out there, but it was, you posted one of the, and you didn't even put it like this, but I peeped it. You posted. 
he guarded one of the top guards in the state. Let mm-hmm. me just put it like that. Hold him six. Hold him to six. I, I, I need to know what I'm going to get messy. We got to get messy on the podcast. What guard would you No, no, nah, nah, I, can't, I can't do that to my <laughs> but, he, but, he did, but he did hold him to six. I know, I know this person. Off off camera, I, I know this person? Yes, you definitely do. Yeah. Off camera. Off camera. Six. You know this person. Six, six, right. six points, six. right? And I was seeing some of the other accounts. Some of the other pages was posting the good parts of his game. Oh, that, my that God. Game. I know this is now. So I'm looking, and I'm seeing both sides of the film now. Cause you know how IG is. You gonna show that they they drop they buckets, but you're not gonna show that they shot ten for fifty. Like you, yeah, you know how it is. So I'm looking at both sides of the film, and I'm like, oh, okay. He he out here really like that, and mm-hmm. it gives me, and I'm sure. If we saw him in the summertime, right, we would be able to see his full offensive game. But watching him, you know what he kind of reminds me of. He kind of reminds me of what Gary Payton. The third is for Golden State. Mm. I'm going to go lock up the other best guard. Mm-hmm. And G League, people don't know about GP. Mm-hmm. And G League, Gary Payton was having like 28. Yep. Eight yeah. and eight. And I think it's the same thing with Alex. If he was in a situation where it wasn't the hot on the team, he would be the main scorer. It's, it's the but goal. he's doing his yeah. job of, yo, I'm going to go play locker. Yeah. But he very is capable of going and getting buckets. Dude, I'm telling you, like right now he's playing. Uh, he plays with City Rock, so that's an EYBL team. Last week, last <laughs> last last weekend, he I think he said championship. He didn't get championship MVP. No. Like he didn't get the MVP of the championship game. But on the weekend, he averaged 19. And it wasn't just 19. He averaged close to a triple double 19. And that level of competition, that 19 hits different. You're not talking about some random right. yeah. weekend AU tournament over yeah. here in the middle of New Jersey where you're playing kids that don't even play for their high school team. It's the best of the best. We're talking as 19 the there the is a different 19. Yep. And we mentioned, we mentioned Gary Payton. And of course, I think that's kind of like a perfect transition. We got Golden State in the finals. Gary Payton's supposed to come back in the, in, you know, the series. He's supposed to be back. How do you see this series going? Like, we all, we was talking about before you got here. How do you see this series going? Like, who you got winning the, the championship? Well, I'm not saying. On FanDuel, I got the Celtics, but in real life, I Real That's how I feel about this the whole time. I was saying, I mean, I, I, I see it being competitive, and I think that there's going to be close games. I think I think that this is going to be the best series of the playoffs. Thank God. Hopefully, oh, I hope so. Yeah. This playoffs have been very end, yeah, very end. Yeah. And it's sad that you have to say that though. I think this is going to be the best series of the playoffs. Like it should, be. you know what I mean? Usually, yeah. the finals is the apex. So usually, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it isn't. Though. We've seen some some duds. Yeah, but yeah, I, I would be with you. I think the series is it's awesome. Yeah, and I've been going back and forth deliberating this entire week about who's in the land and who. Just thinking about it, I knew I'd have to answer this question tonight. And I don't have an answer. I I, I, I was going to pick the Warriors because the Warriors have been there. They have championship pedigree. Draymond, Clay, Steph. They, they, these guys have been there. Even Looney has played in huge games. I shouldn't say even. Looney has been there and played in huge games. And and all those guys have that have that pedigree and you know what they're doing. And they're not going to be scared in the moment. But I do, Defense travels and the Celtics trains defense. I, I feel like I feel like something's really make this interesting. 
I think it's gonna be a seven game series. That's that's my prediction. My prediction is seven game series, and I know that's not bold. But I think it's gonna be a seven game series. I think that there is a really good chance that Jason Tatum is the best player in the series. That's just how I feel about it, bro. I feel like Jason Tatum will be the best player in the series. Like he's gonna yeah. play the best player in the series, and we're gonna be having a real conversation about him for Finals MVP, obviously. And that's not a big wow hot take. It's not a hot take at all. But the hot take may be maybe me saying that I, I've seen Steph in the finals before. And if Steph is who he's been in the finals, just prehistorically, they're not winning this, this series with Steph being the guy I've seen him be in previous series. I'm just I'm gonna keep it a buck. That's the, that's that's just me. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I got Boston winning it just off the strength of their defense. Golden State hasn't seen that up to this point on their journey mm-hmm. up here. Like, all right, cool. Dallas is a, a better defensive team, but Dallas is in Boston. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't – I think Marcus Smart and their, their length in general is going to give them some spits, especially Steph. And if we keep it – if we keep it really a stack, the Warriors trip to get into here, right, each round, they just typically were better than the other two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had that championship pedigree, but they haven't been – as we mentioned, the playoffs in general have been uh, They haven't had one of those series in its entirety where we're like, no, this is championship basketball. It's just like, no, nah, we've been here. We know better. We got Dream on. We got championship pedigree. We got Dream on. We got Clay. Clay will come big up. Game six, Clay. The five games before that, we was talking about should Clay come off the bench? Dude? Maybe they brought back Clay too early. Like, they haven't really put it all together. And the scary part, though, that you always can say about Golden State, this might be the series where they put it but based on what we've seen, I gotta go Boston. Just on that, their beat that defense is different. And if Tatum and Brown, which everybody wanted to split up, outside of a few people, I was trying to put on two. I was one of those dudes. I'm not gonna run from that. That's crazy though. I find that so crazy. I feel like they really like they could work together for real. Yeah. I think it was more for me. It was like. I thought they needed a star point guard to kind of facilitate because Jason Tatum wasn't that guy. For most of his career, Jason Tatum was down to coming to court and he's taking the first good look. He first and, and he was taking the first shot he saw. And you weren't getting any good offense, right? And I thought, and, and that's just true to that. I think if people watch ball, they know that's not exact, right? You would agree. But then Jason Tatum changed his game up this year. And you do got through him and he's he's getting into action. He's, he's making the right pass, making the right reads, and then also still being a killer. So it's completely what I'm saying. I'll believe it. It's okay. If Steph doesn't, if the Warriors don't win, right? And Chris, you've been, you've been in this too. The Warriors don't win. Where does this put Steph's legacy? I need to speak on this too. I, I know you want that. I, I need to speak on this. I'm trying to get you know, a floor to other people first before you start. You know, I don't think it's going to do much to his legacy. I think it's just going to boost Tatum's. Because I really think that Tatum is going to be the next, like, that guy. Like, I know everyone's saying, like, Luca and this and that, but Tatum's got that killer in him. Like, some people say, like, I mean, he's young. What is he, 24? Yeah. Some people say, like, he does dumb things. Like, he'll do, like, between the legs a couple times and sidesteps with two seconds left in the clock and shoot it. But, like, if we're being honest, like, back in the day, Kobe was doing that. And it's kind of like... He's up the, he's up the Kobe school. He's up that, yeah, like, and if he's doing that at 24, and if he's doing that leading his team to the finals... I mean, I don't think it's going to hurt Steph because Tatum's going to end up being like. Like, you look back on it and be like, all right, you lost to Tatum, so it's cool. Steph's considered the golden child of the league, right? When 
if he doesn't play up to par, they're going to make excuses for him talking about Clay's injury. Clay wasn't 100%. And you feel that? Yeah, he's talking about I heard that deep side. I was just saying praise. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to be, wow, the Celtics weren't supposed to be here this year. And look at what they've done and look at how Tatum has risen to the occasion. But for, for Steph, it's going to be like, all right, Steph's still the best shooter in the league, the best shooter we've ever seen. And that's what people are going to talk about. They're going to give him a pass based on how good he can shoot and him still having zero finals MVPs. And ultimately, he already has three rings. He's going for his fourth right now. So they'll, they'll look at it in that sense in terms of, all right, this guy already has three rings. Tatum just got his first. And, and they'll give him ultimate passes. Hopefully next year with a healthy team, Steph's had some injuries these past three years, right? They'll peg them to be back. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to really affect his legacy. I'm still picking the Warriors in six, though. Before we touch on the Steph, Steph point, I, I gotta get there. The Jason Tatum point he made was really was really good, Zach. Because I was thinking about this, and I've been seeing this on Twitter and all that stuff. Is this the hardest road to a finals that any star players ever had? They said Dirk and Eleven was, and mm-hmm. I think that I I validate that. Yes, but now what do you what do you go through? You went through KD and Kyrie, no Ben, whatever that's worth. <laughs> he, went, he went through he went through Giannis. No Middleton, whatever that's worth. But hey, hey. I, I'm just qualifying. I'm just giving you out facts. Yeah, you still want to That's true. I'm just telling y'all what it was, okay? And then don't don't you keep messing with me. The uh, the conference finals. Who do you play again? Conference finals. Why am I why am I blanking? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler and, and Kyle Lowry. Division by attraction. And then we're here. <laughs> and then we're here. So so I think it's incredibly hard to go to the finals. I'm not, I, I know I've said a lot. I know I've said I'm joking. Love the Kyle. Lowry. I'm not joking. But we're here. So, and he has to play this Warriors team. This is the best team he's going to have to play out of, in the entire playoffs. It should be the best series. Is this the hardest road to a championship that any other stars have? If you ask me personally, I'm going to go with Durbin 11. Yeah, you got to I'm going with Durbin 11, 2011. But I don't know. Maybe, am I bummed for saying that? I, I like Durbin 11, but I, I'll say, like, Tatum's 24. That's all that thing. Yeah. Jalen Brown is what twenty five. Yeah, uh, the the Celtics weren't. Yeah, we they gotta, started off really slow. You gotta look at Dirk. How old was Dirk in eleven? Dirk was season. Dirk was season. Little Laurie season. Dirk was season. Dirk in eleven, and he's not the fact yet. Obviously, the final two like Nia Brown. I think probably like thirty six. At that, yeah, he was he was older. I mean, Jason Terry, he was older. He had uh, KD. I think he went through KD and Russ. I believe. Yeah. At 11. Yeah. Um, did it, I know they pitched the Spurs or the Grizzlies. So that year. Dallas had to start yeah, with the Grizzlies. Pop. I think it was the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies, Grizzlies team was scary. Tony Allen, Mike Conley, Marcus Zebo. They had to go yeah. through Portland. They had to go through OKC. Mm-hmm. They had to obviously beat Miami. Mm-hmm. Portland OKC was in one team then. Mm-hmm. Unless it was just two rounds. I didn't have, no, I didn't oh, just, oh, 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 that's that's why I, I forgot it because it kind of hurt my heart. They, they had to beat the Lakers. Woo! No, no, the first round. It's there. It's there. That's a tough one. That's, that's, that's Demon Time Kobe. Kobe. That's Demon Time Kobe. That's, that's, Eleven was Demon Time Kobe. Kobe was in his on yeah. it, his, in his, at the height of his power. Big bad. Yeah. So swept them too. Four zip. Woo! Yeah, I, I, so look, that's crazy. I, I, that, that, that's why Dirk and Eleven for me was where I held but here's the thing, though. Jason Tatum swept the Nets. That was a 
He slept KD and Kyrie in four, bro. Took him out. And the crazy thing about it was, people didn't even think that they were going to beat the Nets. I didn't do it. I didn't even beat the Nets. Such an absolute dirt for 33 at that point. Pretty good. Yeah. So they aged things. Oh, snap. That had to happen for him. That's just, that's an important number. Jesus died at 33. <laughs> symbolic. Yeah, symbolic. He had, to, he had to do that for him. Um, before you get on your point with Steph, uh, you just made me think about this too. You, you mentioned them going through Miami. Jimmy Butler, this whole playoffs, he is literally Jimmy Butler. Is when you, when you look at Jimmy Butler, everybody like regular season. You watch Jimmy Butler, and you might think he's just a top twenty player. He's high. He's average. Playoff time come, Jimmy Butler lives for the playoffs. If Jimmy Butler could be on 2K and skip the 82 and just start playing in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler would do that. He's one of the few players that actually elevates their game when the playoffs come, unlike a Harden, where regular season, oh my gosh, James Harden's a Hall of Fame top-notch player. Playoffs? Dang. I feel like I've seen some college kids put up better numbers. <laughs> Completely different opposite. Y'all answer this one for me. Is Jimmy with no ring? Jimmy Butler Hall of Fame. Hundred percent. Yeah, I would say so too. I would say so too. The rest of the All Star games, the resume. I mean, it's like, does he need a ring to solidify it? I don't think he needs a ring, but I know that this is going to be one of those things like. We're gonna have kids one day, and they're gonna be like, "Man, Jimmy Butler's trash." Yeah, Jimmy Butler's trash. You had to pull up the playoff. It's one of those, one of those things. And it's like, it's not gonna be like you show highlight tapes because you know Jimmy, he, he just pulls his way through. It's gonna be like, nah, you gotta sit and watch the game. Yeah, bro. Jimmy just, Jimmy literally just, he just gets buckets. That's it. Yeah, Jimmy bucket, like it's nothing, nothing like fancy to it. It's nothing per se even pretty, bro. It's just like I'm gonna get it done. He's mm-hmm. one of those players. Let me put y'all on my back. Come on, y'all. Come, come on. I carry y'all. 47. 36. I carry y'all. Closest person next to me at 15. All right, cool. I carry y'all. That's Jimmy. Y'all yeah, was okay with that last shot you took in the situation? No. Heck no. I wasn't okay with it. You should have just got the two. Really? You should have got I get why he did it, mm-hmm. but you got Horford backpedaling. On his toes. He settled with Jimmy. Jimmy's getting that call. In Miami, Jimmy's getting that call. Go to the lane. At worst, you're getting free throws. Yeah. Horford, Horford's backpedaling. He can't jump with you. I'd rather that and than the three. It was a deeper three. Not to mention, that's not his game either. He was shooting 18% in that series. Oh, no. Yeah. 23% on the year. I'll tell you why I was okay with it. He played every minute in that game with an inflamed knee. And he wanted to get You have to at some point. You had to go for the win. to get out. At, at, at OT, at, you go to OT, you're not winning that game anyways. You're dead. Tyler Hero was giving you nothing. Tyler Hero didn't even play for some odd reason. That was the injury, probably the injury. Struess was your next best offensive option in that game, it almost felt like, at times. Hey. Hey, man. I get going. They don't pay up. They don't play great. Shoot. Yes. I don't know, man. I mean, I didn't watch the whole game, but. They don't play great. I don't know. I'm talking about the entirety of the playoffs, though. Bam. No, that game specifically, though. But that game oh, but the, that's what I'm saying. The whole, especially going into it. This game was so funny. I'm defensive player of the year. Talk about 
big cash creep and did not show up in the playoffs. If Bam shows up, that's not even going to seven. No. That game where Jimmy had to leave at halftime and then we – who the heck is this on the court? Oh, my God. Post move. Left shoulder, right shoulder, hook shot, fade away, up and under. Who is it? They got some. They got a new player. No, nah, that's Bam. Oh, where he been at? Bam was get out here giving Draymond Green stats, single, triple, doubles. We don't need that from Bam. No, this team, especially when you got a situation where our right, hero's injured, you gonna have to step up, Bam. We don't need nine, eight, and eight. That's great. Game fifty four in the season. That's great, then. Playoff time, especially you got Jimmy, bro. How many more times Miami's gonna be able to get back to this place? Especially for at Jimmy Bam, 24, 25. You for Jimmy, for UD. I mean, UD it looked like he was acting like he actually played. Jim was walking through the locker room. Man. Oh, man. Crazy, <laughs> I had a chance to get another <laughs> ring. No, you know what's happening. They probably told listen, last year you want to have a jersey on. Mm. You got to put that jumpsuit on. You got to put that suit on. <laughs> sit with the rest of the coaching staff. You're not going to keep showing up here coaching and shorts. You're going you to have to switch that up. That's why he was upset. But talk to me about your, your, your perspective on Steph's legacy, obviously going down the sewer if they lose. I didn't say that. That's never what I said. I actually was going to correct you if you got to get the all-time conversation. Now, does this finals? Does this ring mm-hmm. get put him over Magic in the, in the all-time conversation? That's all I want to talk about. Magic got five, don't you? Don't don't do the don't do that simpleton stuff with me. It's not about the number of rings. It's not about the number of rings. Yes, yes. I, by the way, Ooh, I, that's a good point. No, no, hold on, hold on. That is a good point. I'll qualify by saying this before we start. I don't think it does. I think Magic is still the better all-time player, even if Steph wins this one. I will say that right now. But I just want to hear what people think. And I want to hear what you guys thought. And it was great when you said Zach was going to be on because I thought hey, this is another hit to bounce it off, right? You know? Who, who, how do we see our – and it's, it's too funny that you brought this up, too, because I'm going to pose this to our followers because I want to have this debate and this conversation for each position. I'm going to send it to our followers, whoever wants to do it. Give me – and to even have more – Heads on it, and we talk about our show in the B. Give me your top 10 over the last 25 years in each position point guard, shooting guard, soft forward, power forward, center. What's your top 10 over the last 25 years? But that's a whole other discussion. In regards to this, though, we're obviously viewing Magic and Steph at the point guard position. What is your top five point guard list looking like? Wow, a lot of questions in the last few minutes. That's- what is your top five point guard list looking like? Because that's what we're really breaking it down to. Because you talk yeah. about Steph Magic, that's point guard. This is point guard discussion, point guard talk. Where is – because you're saying, is this win? And you already said that you still have Magic above him. Where would he even be in this conversation, period? Win or loss, where is he at in this list of point guards? Well, I feel like Magic's top three all time. So, mm. immediately, he's already like – Probably the GOAT point guard. Uh-huh. Um, Steph, for me, I don't know. It's it's weird because I don't necessarily categorize it like that. If we do categorize it like point guard, shooting guard, like that, Steph, I'll probably have second. After that, though, I don't know. I feel like there's a drop-off, for real. I'm not a big Chris Paul fan. 
Neither am I. I, I don't. I don't see it. I. I don't see it with Chris Paul. After that, I really have to think. Isaiah Thomas, Detroit. Isaiah Thomas. I say Isaiah Thomas. I throw in that mix. I probably have at the bottom. Maybe at like four or five. And I definitely got to throw. Even though a lot of people don't respect him, I got to throw John Stockton in that mix. The closest person to him in second place in assists is still like 1,200 assists behind. That That's probably one of the records that's probably never going to be touched, especially now in this era where the point guards typically are scoring point guards. The next closest person is 1,200 assists behind his man. And in the steal category, the next closest person is 600 steals behind. Yeah, that's crazy. Good Lord. Wow, 600? Yeah. John Clarkson is definitely a top five point guard. He's definitely top five. Definitely. Definitely. You've only got four point four point guards you've named, I think, on that list. Now Iverson people always will tell me, oh, he's not a point guard, he's a two. I put I put AI with twos. I put him with two. Okay. Because I mean, even with okay. you, you mentioned two, right? So if we don't do point guards, right? If we put Steph with just the guards in general or two guards or just a guard conversation, I don't know if Steph hitting top five. No. And, and if, the, we, if we just put them in the in the pool just, of guards, oh, in the pool of guards, like I think ones and twos combined. Yeah, gotcha. I think him being a part of the point guard list benefits him because let's say we just put all guards together, right? So you got Magic in that mix, Mike, Kobe, T Mac, and you might want to throw out there like we just mentioned, J Kids of the world, John Stockton. He's not for me. He won't be top five. I respect his game so much. I'm also, you know, you're a point guard, Steph. You're a point guard. I'm not going to put you with the two guards. That's not even, that wouldn't even be fair. AI, I put AI, if we saw two guards, I put AI. All I'm, I'm saying, like, well, all I'm hearing right now is that Steph Curry's not a top 10 player all time to you right now as it is. And some people have him top 10. All I'm hearing from both of y'all is that he's not top 10 all time. Is he top 10 all time? Well, maybe Zach, Zach put him two as a two number two point guard, so he could I mean, be top 10 to I just look at it like the 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 one thing that Steph has going for him, and I feel like this is the craziest thing when you think about it. Steph Curry, all time, when you look at any skill that someone can have, he is the greatest at his skill all time. So there's some people that like their best skill, like for Kyrie, it might be like his handle, how shifty he is, his ability to create a shot. When it comes to like someone being the best at their individual skill. Steph Curry is by far the best at his individual skill. And I mean, it's three point shooting, which is also probably the hardest skill to have in basketball. He's probably top 10. I, I mean, might have to put him top 10. That, that's kind of- I won't have him in the top five mix, but he's coming in at around like eight or nine. Top five is gone. So this, top five is gone. So if he wins this chip though, it doesn't slide him that much further up for you. He's not gonna. He's uh, not gonna jump into top just five. Like, just off the strength of what Chris alluded to, too, like, but all the final championships is great. You don't got that hardware to come with that. So when we had this conversation, when you talking about the the you feel me? When you talking to well, if we have the we have the we have the table. We all have the table. All the champs are at the table. We have this discussion. I know Kobe might look at him like, bro, come on, come on. You don't get to eat food first. Mm-hmm. When the food is getting served and we doing it, Mike, come, come on up. Mike loves some people. Kareem, come, come on up. <laughs> no, I love doing that. Kobe, come on up. 
Shaq, come on up. Shoot, Bill, Ru- Bill Russell, come on up. Oh, what about Giannis? Giannis, come. I might have Giannis higher this time. Giannis, Giannis higher than all time. Is that crazy? All time too. Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. That's what I'm saying. You didn't even get to Bron, by the way. Yeah, we didn't get to Bron. That's what I'm saying. Steph, he's going to be on the back end of because he wasn't able to get those. So I'm saying, you just named mad dudes. How is he top 10? If you really did that, sat down. I mentioned mentioned Bill, and I mentioned Bill's not not in it. No, I'm not. You're not my top 10. Bill not my top 10 either. You're not my top 10. I just throw Bill's name out there because he got the love of Reggie. Wilt is. Jordan is, Kareem is, Magic Bron. is, Braun, Kobe, Kobe. How many is that? Seven right there? Larry Bird. Seven. Two. Bird. Eight. But after that, I feel like Steph's breaking. Steph can mix right in there, nine and ten, like I said. I always give him a hard time when I get to that point. Every Steph can mix in there around nine and ten. Every single time I get to that point. But did we say Shaq, too? Hold Shaq, on. Start, start, start from one again. Start from one again. Because I think. Because I don't think we had seven. I think we had one for me? Yeah. We gotta get Nick Wright on the show. You think? Bro, Bro, I, I mean, Nick Wright don't see eye to eye all the time. I'm talking about LeBron stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, we got a long conversation. LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, right? Magic. Uh, who else? I'm just, you're just saying these names, right? Yeah, Wilt. Uh, Bird, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe. Yeah, no, there's no order. I'm not. That's I'm, why I just make yeah. it short. Kobe. Um, because we might have the best of all in the show. The freak, what am I looking at? Um, bro, it's hard when you get here, bro. It's hard because, like, how far back do I go? I don't know, Doctor J. It's a Shaq. Shaq. Oh, Shaq got ten. Shaq got ten. That's ten. Eight. Eight. What about Tim Duncan? Is he in there? That's a tough one. Timmy D. We didn't talk about him. That's tough. He's well, often, Steph, he's often, he's often forgotten this conversation. Timmy D, got is, things? Timmy D is often forgotten this conversation because how quiet and humble he was. Quiet. And he literally, he was literally the epitome of what you are in your line of work. I'm just here to work. Mm-hmm. And this man just did the same stuff every single day. You know he's going to get that, he's going to catch the ball on that block. Timmy might have to be in there though. 15, 20 foot bang shot. And ain't nothing you doing about it. Tim was a monster. Yeah, I know. I hated Tim Duncan because he was so annoyingly good and so boring, but so good at what he exactly. did. Damn. And Tim, Tim was the Tim's top ten, bro. I think you were thinking four of them. He got four different things. A couple MVPs too, I think. And it was Tim, in the finals. Nobody wanted had it had it had it had a discussion. Dwayne mentioned this on one episode. Somebody, I have a photo of the man right there. Nobody had to put Timmy above Kobe. People do that. People have that discussion. Might have to put Tim just yeah. for the career overall. People do that. Of course, Kobe, skill wise and all that, Kobe. But overall career and his success, I'm probably putting Timmy above Kobe on my all time list. Because if we're looking at our all time list and we're picking from everything, the eye tests, the stats, the accolades. There's some areas where Kobe got it, but when we start talking about that ring conversation, when we start talking about Dagnier was what? 10, 10 to 15 years, the Spurs were winning 60 games every year. They were a dynasty, bro. Like, 60 games every year. Then he has five or four. I mean, this Tim Mack. I think five? I want to say four. Oh, I thought it was four, too. I, I thought it was four. I thought it was four, too. I'm curious. 
All right, but even all right. Five, five of them. Five. <laughs> Yo, he's tough. I mean, he locked. He's tough. All right, damn. He locked. Yeah, you gotta think about this. He came in with David Robinson, and he got a ring. They shifted. What happened? He took over the team. It was a perfect transition. He drafted number one, number one overall. David Robinson was the way out. Then it was his team. His show. Crazy. Yeah, that's how that went. So okay, so Tim's in it. So I got nine guys. Nine. And Steph factors into the. So see. Who's fighting with Steph for that tensity? Tensity. I, I just didn't feel right. That I didn't. It didn't feel right to me. Something was right in my spirit, bro. Niggas, they were talking about ten, Steph is number is, is ten. I'm like, is he though? Because there's a lot of great players. Is he actually ten? You know, I, I struggle with it. I, he probably is, by the way. I, I I'm not gonna argue if someone says he is. I just if we really sit down and th- think about it, have a hard discussion about it on the show. I knew that I could bring my best here. So then the guy Tim Duncan comes up. So nine. We're at the ten spot, right? Yes. One of the names that often come up in this conversation. AR or Steph. I mean, I'm going Steph. Just yeah. off the strength of the chips. He really changed the game. I'm going Steph. Alan Iverson was a dog. <laughs> Alan Iverson was dragging drag Kevin Holly to a That's final. That's what I was about to say. And Aaron to... But here's another thing, though. And this is a crazy thing. What about Kevin Durant? Do we have Steph over Kevin Durant all the time? No. <laughs> no. I'm saying, dude. Okay, no, no. Okay, you forgot right. about KD. It's been, it's been no, no, no. no. It's, it's, been, it's been, it's been, it's been decided. Steph's not top ten anymore. Because I can't put Steph over KD all time. I can't do that. I'm not. I'm, KD I, got two of those finals MVP. It's not even that. Because he went for that team. I was all BS to begin with. KD's the greatest scorer of all time. He's also an elite defender. Sheesh, yo. Just think about defender. how how much. Golly. I can understand why, to a certain degree, some of these players get really like anal and they really have that extra drive. Yeah. You see, after they retire, you see a last dance. It's so much talent that has been in the league. Yeah. And for you to still be in the conversation, the Jordans of the world, the Kareem's of the world, you was really different yeah. for decades where people were like, nah, that's, he's still top five. That's true. So I could I could see where people would be upset. But I see you I, to be upset where you could you're going to do a last dance and then you got your teammate like bro you really make me look like I wasn't even top nothing bro mm. like because you you talking about your legacy now like we really just broke this down we like oh, Steph really might not be top ten Steph's not top ten all time I don't great, it's great. gonna get worse when Jason Tatum gets older bro because Jason Tatum's gonna take the next spot I I do think that's what I'm saying like bro think about this like everybody we mentioned kind of on that list of the ten. Are great in their own way in something, right? So you just mentioned KD got to be on that top ten because he's the greatest scorer in that time, the greatest shooter, the greatest shooter. As you said, you're the greatest of a certain skill set and one of the hardest skill sets, and you're not top ten. There's gonna be people who Literally. see these clips and they're gonna hear us say Will Chamberlain and be like, get, get Will out of there. Yo, do your homework. go back and watch Will, please. Because <laughs> Will plays today, he beat Bro, Will was running a was running a four flat, a forty, a four flat forty, <laughs> and he's eight, he was eight foot seven. <laughs> Spinning on dudes' heads. Okay, he's top ten of all time. <laughs> okay. So it's locked. It's locked. Nah, that's that's our, I think the top ten is set. All right, so we 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 stamped it. I think we all agree. I don't think we can say Steph is top ten all time. Not definitively oh, anyway. Yeah. 
I don't Zach feels some kind of way about that. Dude feels way. It's definitely because he's light-skinned. That's why. Look, look. If Steph comes out plays the series against the Celtics and gets a finals MVP and a chip, you got to put him above KB for that 10th spot. Why? Don't piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I can't do it. I can't do it. No. I feel like for, for Steph to be better than KB, I need him to come out and average 35-plus next season. If he could come out and average 35-plus, I don't even care about the playoffs next year. If he could just do that for regular season, this is why I would say, like, all right, like, he's different. He really yeah. showed me that, like, and he's getting older too. So if he just came out for, like, you know, just joking around, like, yeah, I'm just drop 35 this season. I think if he did that, then I'd be like, all right, I respect his confidence. The thing is, this is why, what you lose, this is why, if I had to choose, obviously, stuff that was pretty true all the time. But what AI had to do in his career, come on, bro. If AI had some type of help. Damn. Some type of hell. He dragged. He dragged me to the finals. You don't remember where Eric Snow? He dragged us. We yes, were his, we were his team. We were his team. We were his team, we were his team going against at their peak, Shaq and Kobe. Mm-hmm. But he was, and I don't that, 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 was that a six game series or was that uh, five game series? Five game series. Five. Don't matter. You stole they it. took that first game. That's, That's what I'm saying, yo. That's OT. As you mentioned, different rings are weighted differently. Yes, that one. Finals win. Appearance. An appearance. The appearance. But the one fight in, in the first game, the game one. Oh, step over Ty, the step over Tyron Wu. That is definitely ranked in the top five ever NBA Finals game performances ever. No, it's got to be 100%. Ever. Against that team and what he had to do it literally. We were he was passing the ball to us and he had to go deal with Shaq, Kobe, Robert Gordon. Like that team had Hall of Famers on top of Hall of Famers on top of Hall of Famers. And this man took the squad from the YMCA was like, let's go. Bro. That's crazy. I, I, and it's and like all the injuries he played through. Adam, you mentioned the oh yeah, yeah go yeah. step, go average 35 plus. Lead in the league. And in that time, and we go look at the we go look at the stats. The scoring was different then. He led the league in scoring, but you know how difficult it had to be because it was him at like 32 points per game. Kobe came in at like 28. Shaq was at like 29. T-Mac was at 27. It was scorers on scorers averaging like crazy numbers like that. Now it's not as much. You were scoring like that in a harder time where it wasn't. There was rules to help out. It wasn't the rules to help out the players. And he's six foot. Small frame. Taking the, the beating, going to the basket repeatedly, didn't matter. Played through injuries, continually attacking the pressure on defense mm-hmm. over and over and over. It was Yo, scary. I, I can't put, I can't stamp that, bro. I can't put stuff for AI. I can't do it. I watched AI in real time. I remember. I remember that. I can't. I, you always going to be cursing the podcast. I can't do it. <laughs> he changed, he changed <laughs> the complete. This man changed the complete culture. They're like about. Basketball. He changed the complete culture of football, of of sports in general. Just like you told him, oh, Steph changed the game. He changed the game of basketball. Completely agree. Right. AI changed the sports. Period. It's when you have players, when you have literally, I've heard interviews of hockey players talk about AI's impact yes. on their lives. Hockey. That's crazy. Where it's like literally, it's probably four people in all of hockey that look like us. Literally. <laughs> 
hockey. Okay. AI is where pop culture met sports. AI that, that's what he That's the game with corn rolls. That's what he represents. He represents where pop culture, where culture met sports, where black culture met sports. That's where AI represents. So, mm. and that, 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 does it, is that factoring into the conversation of him being a, a top 10 player of all time? A little bit, I guess. It matters. It's, it's significant as all hell. Because, I mean, when you talk about the all time list, you're factoring off the court too, your impact off the court. I might have to put because when we mentioned Bron, part of the reason why a lot of people put Bron over Mike is the off the court factors into that. Yo, that's bro. not that's not totally fair. No, I'm saying I'm saying <laughs> I've heard the discussion like yo, when we talk about the debate of Bron and Mike, when you see what Bron has done for the community, for people in need, I've heard it. I've heard the argument like, hey. Sad to say, on that end, he's done more than Mike. And I've heard people make the argument. Just for that part alone, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to put him above Mike. Because he did, he's more than an athlete. And I'm factoring that in of what I see as somebody being all-time great. Part of you being a basketball player is what you doing off the board. I've never used that to make my argument. I don't need that, by the way. I don't need that. I know I don't, you. I don't need that. that crutch. I'm ready. I'm ready for that. I got conversation. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> that's a whole different podcast. That's a, that's that's a, good, that's a good point, because a lot of people do bring that up. They do. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know you. You, when it comes to that conversation, we've had it plenty of times. I'll go to it's straight, it, Yeah, straight basketball. I'll go to that one. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I can't knock people when they mention it, though. No, I can't, I can't no. knock it. And I know on my. When I do my list, I'm encompassing everything. That's why I mentioned with AI. You change sports, bro. Mm-hmm. You forever are in my top 15, 20 list forever. Not even including the fact. The crazy thing, I remember this as a kid, the, as clear as day, and I never forgot it. He's in the playoffs. He's in the finals. Game one. They showed a graphic of the injuries he went through that year. And the different parts of his body, they highlighted it. The whole body was highlighted. He's still playing, played every game probably. The whole body was highlighted. Hearing stories that coaches had to hide his jersey so he couldn't play certain games. They had to hide this man's jersey and sneakers to not play games. It's well, we got players now that literally, I'm a pinky. Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, bro. If Kawhi Leonard got a cold, he's not playing basketball. And I'll tell you as a fact, I ain't going to, I ain't going to speak on Kyrie. It's crazy. I ain't going to speak on Kyrie. I still think that's the thing that is kind of the negative about that's mentioned with Kawhi. But like when we do that list, like top 10 small forwards. He's not ever going to be he not gonna top be, 10 small forwards over the last 25 years. He's up there about it. No, 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 no. That's the whole different conversation. That's, Kawhi. Yes. Yes. Imagine, imagine if Kawhi played more games. That's a scary goal, bro. He really, the last couple of years in San Antonio, that championship they won, which he got the final MVP, he was the best player. Yeah. He was the best player. He was the best player for San Antonio, and then what he did, you can't know what he did from us, that's different to come for one year. You know you're leaving. Everybody, everybody in the country, you're not even America, everybody in the country knows you're not coming back. Everybody knows you're not coming back. You're here for one job. You get the ring. You leave. Like, you feel me? Like, that, 
again, weigh in the accomplishment. You come somewhere. You can't do that in real life. Yo, all right, that's how we're going to do it. I'm coming to work for Nike. I'm working for y'all for a year. That's it. I'm going to elevate y'all. I'm going to bring so much income into y'all. Then I'm out. Peace. That's great. That, that championship is weighted differently, too. Like, this man came for one year, and everybody knew. Your teammates know. This man is not coming back. We have him on a rental. We went to Hertz and got a Maybach. We got a premier car. We went to Hertz, rented for a year. We know we gotta give the car. We know we gotta get the car back. Didn't even play all the regular season games. Low management. Came in the playoffs. Got the ring. That's kind of my point about Kawhi though. Is that it's a low management thing. That was really his bag before anybody else. Him and Greg Popovich, they was on that, and then it kind of got they went. It, came, it went around the league like that epidemic. It was COVID before COVID started. That's what that's what it kind of started spreading. That's really what it was. I'm not. I'm not questioning that guy's greatness at all. I, I just. I've had my rants about him on the podcast before. When I first came on the podcast, I had my long rant about him and how I felt like the fact I'm not holding. It, I don't really hold it against him a, a lot. But if he doesn't, if he doesn't play for the Spurs when he first got there. They got TP. They got Manuel. They got uh, Tim Duncan. They were all aging, but they were all when they were still in 60 games when he got there. He went to a great ecosystem. You look at that team. That's the type of team when you see on 2K. Nobody really is under 85 on that squad with them agent. Great team. With them agent. Great team. Boris Diaz, like they all is. That's he was protected by that group. That's he was he was protected by that group. And obviously when Toronto did what he did, Toronto was was the best. Nick Nurse is one of the top three coaches in basketball. I'm not I mean, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to like, you know, just figuratively take a dunk on what he's done in his career. He's an amazing basketball player. I'm just saying, I've seen guys do more or less, like an Allen Iverson. Like the LeBron James, you know, like like a Kobe, right? Like periodically throughout his career, he's had those moments. I'm just, you know, so I thought I, I don't put him in that conversation. But also the top ten debate and all that stuff. If you are one of the greatest athletes to ever live, then you're automatically top ten stamp. And Allen Iverson is one of the greatest athletes to ever live. Will Chambers is one of the greatest athletes to ever live. LeBron is one of the greatest athletes to ever live as well as Michael Jordan. So when you when you do that and you 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 surpass, surpass basketball in that conversation, you're top ten. You got it. That's kind of my cry. That's my criteria. You top ten. You're not. You're one of the greatest athletes ever lived. You're top ten. You're so, so stand. So here's my thing with that though. When is that going to change? Because twenty years from now, all right, there's going to be another LeBron level play. Yeah, there will be. I mean, it probably. I mean, like to me, I don't know if it would be Luca. I mean, Luca's like that. But I mean, you're talking more athlete on that. I'm saying no. I don't think he is either. I think they're he's not. I think they're trying to fit him into that because of his style of play, how mm-hmm. ball dominant he is, how he makes people have to play his system. But I, I mean, don't think it's that conversation. Obviously, so it's like that's where the conversation becomes different again too when we look at the LeBron Mike, right? The LeBron Mike conversation where it's different. We kind of saw another mic with Kobe. I really don't think we're ever going to see that type, and I mean this in the most respectful way, that type of freak ever again. Like LeBron, right? In regards to LeBron. Yeah. Like, we'll see players that on a skill level. Yes, but you even mentioned it when you even brought up Luca. You wasn't even talking about the athletic aspect. Yeah, right, right, right. The freakiness of this man to be 
at year 19, we're talking about going into year 20, and we still have our conversations of, is he the best player in the league? That's at year 20. That's, that's if, you're in, if you're in anything, in any career, any space of life, you're doing 20 years of videography, and you're still in a conversation like, yo, I'm covering this. And it's exactly. even that's different because there's no trailing his tires. Besides the fact you just you just maybe you're bored at that point of the But draft. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But there's no tread on the tires. If your your knees aren't aren't shot. Tread on the you tires know? physically, but mentally, mentally. to stay yeah. sharp on that. Yeah. Yeah. Any field, if you're still talking about 20 years in, yeah. you're still top of your craft. Or people gotta be people gotta bring you up. Where you're like, yo, who's the greatest? Yo, who's the best? Going into year 2022. Now who's the Who's the best players you talking about? All right, you mentioned KD, you mentioned Luca. And we talk about yo, who's gonna be the face of you know NBA? And you literally for the last 10 solid years, 15 solid years, you gotta still like LeBron comes in the room in that conversation, like, oh you know what I'm LeBron not the best player of my life. Y'all not, y'all not the I hate yeah, it's no phase, it's no new phases yet. I, I still run this league. Yeah. Still, he. I mean, he played this season just as like. You could argue that this season was one of his best, and it's like that every year. I feel like you look and it's like, okay, well, this could be one of his best seasons. It's it's wild, um, because I added love COVID. I remember the kind of like the year when kind of like the torch was passed. Like, I, what year was that for you? I remember the year vividly myself too. I can't remember the year number, but I can remember. I know the year number. What was the year number for you? 04. 04? I'm going I'm to I'm look at that. 04. That, that was the year. No, no, excuse me. 07. 07. 07. Back check myself. 07. That was the year LeBron dragged them, Daniel Marshall, to the finals. I was like, oh, okay, it's over. Best player I've ever seen. <laughs> it was Stan. Right there. My little brother. Best player I've ever seen. 07. Ooh. And Kobe was going crazy that year. Ain't that the year too where he had? It was actually the anniversary of it yesterday. On was it May thirty first was the anniversary of it? I think it was May thirty first was the anniversary of it. Where he had the like the forty eight point game against Detroit. Yes, that was the year. Thirty four straight or something. They did. That was the first time he got past Detroit. Chauncey Billups, Ben, Ben Wallace. I remember that game vividly too. Yeah, then I could say definitely that. Year. That was the 07. That That's was 04. 04, Kobe, Kobe was ridiculous, actually. It was 07, I think, the, the torch. That was the year he did the SBs and he joked about getting swept afterwards. Mm-hmm. And he was, yeah, yeah. 07. 07 was the year of my, my childhood. I remember vividly. 07. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is the best basketball I've ever seen. And I'm telling my dad, like, That's the best basketball I've ever seen in my life. Ever. I don't know, man. This is, this has been riveting basketball conversation. I, I I'm glad we established that Steph is not top ten all time <laughs> on this podcast. Guys, said this. Yeah, I This was how it was the last time we got Zach. No, we, we, we it really could have went to a four hour. Episode. We had a four hour with Zach the first time. <laughs> yeah, we stopped recording, but we was going to literally like two o'clock in the morning. It was wild, but you know that was summertime and people didn't have to really be concerned with going to work the next day. But we we grown now. People got work. The next day and whatnot, and it's Chris over here yawning. It's uh, it's also overtime. Hit him up like, yo, you're not in bed yet. Stop, stop telling my company. You sure you got plugged in? Too much, bro.
I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Zach close out the show with how we gonna close it out. Um, you got the last word before we close this one out. No one ever gets that privilege. I, I haven't closed out the show yet. Whatever you want to say, you could it could be a hot take, whatever you want to say. Hot you take. want to plug something, anything, you'd be like, yo. Nah, you know I got my hot takes, bro. I'm trying to get the hottest one right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get messy. Alright. This is a very hot take. Because I think next season, obviously the Nets are gonna be back. But regardless who wins this year, I got the Celtics winning next year. Whoa. Right now. We're gonna come back and look at this. There's another thing too. I didn't I didn't mention. I put money down before the playoffs started that it was gonna be Celtics Warriors. I put money on that. So I, I got my money. But next season, I got the Celtics winning the whole thing. Right now. We can come back and look at this. No, we're gonna have you come back on to talk about this because this <laughs> we need a deeper dive on yeah. why you see that, especially what you mentioned in the next. And that's yeah, we're gonna have to have you come back on. I, even if because I know you're gonna get busy. Even if it ends up having to be a Zoom, we're going to have to have you come back on. And yeah. That's a great way to close it out, bro. Right? You just stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. Bitch, mom, we out. Peace. Peace. Peace.